Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Silmarillion Film Project. I'm your co-host Dave Kale, and I'm bringing to you a very, very exciting episode. One that we know that the listeners, um, especially those of you participating in the forums, have been eagerly anticipating, and that your hosts have been dreading, because <laughs> we consider ourselves totally unqualified to do. <laughs> but... We're, we're going to dive right in, and I think it'll be a fun conversation. So, uh, without further ado, I am joined, as always, by the Tolkien maven Trish Lambert and the Tolkien professor Corey Olson. And, guys, casting. We casting. have to do it. Okay, so here's, do it. here's the plan. Here's the plan. This is, this is Today, we're having a purely theoretical discussion. I don't want to get bogged down with actual discussions of particular actors and actresses in the... the in, I mean, I'm sure names will come up as we're discussing concepts, but but that's not the goal for today. The goal for today is concepts. I want us to be thinking through all of the, you know, to go back and do a review of all of the characters that 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 come in in season one. Which, as I was looking through, it's it's essentially every proper noun mentioned in the Valaquenta. That's essentially our cast list for uh, for season one. <laughs> Uh, I was looking, and there's really, there's really no exception. I mean, and there are even a couple others, of course, who are not, uh, who are not mentioned uh, in in the Valquenta, who get in as well. Not too many of those, this, but a couple. This seems to be our modus operandi in general: avoid concrete discussions. <laughs> yeah, well, that's hey, this is not our job, right? You know, we're yeah. the we're the we're the we're the execs. You know, we're supposed to we we have the concepts, and then other people make it actually concrete and make it occur and then we <laughs> tell them to do it all over again uh and you know it's all good um yeah i mean i love this our job is just to be critical of other people's hard work not to actually do the hard work ourselves this i don't know why i didn't stumble upon this job er- earlier in my career i mean this is fabulous but <laughs> anyway the point is so what we're gonna do we're gonna go through we're gonna go through all of the different care and so our goal here again is not to be choosing actors and actresses uh you the listeners are going to be doing that um well, of course, we still reserve the right to criticize your choices and veto them if we want to. But nevertheless, you guys are going to be doing the nominating and the and the electing of actual people. Um, what we're going to do today is we're going to talk about concepts. So we're going to go through each character and we're going to talk about what we would be looking for. So like, if we were actually going to be holding auditions uh, for these things, what kinds of things would we, would we be looking for? What what do we have in mind? What are we looking for, you know, in a Melkor and a Manway and a Varda, you know? So those 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 qualities we're going to discuss, um, and hopefully, uh, you know, the all of our our listeners can. This discussion will be useful for them, and maybe you know, suggest people in their minds that they would want to nominate and discuss. And then we will let you guys. Uh, then we'll let you guys fight it uh, amongst yourselves uh, on this. We'll set up a poll so that you guys can vote. It's going to be awesome. We'll explain the details of how that's going to work later on. So let us, without further ado, get down to business because we have quite a few people to talk about here today. Let me, with those of you who are listening live, I will share my screen. We have um, the. Um, we will have a, a set of notes that will, you know, we will publish on the website so that people can see this. Uh, people who are not, who are listening asynchronously will be able to see this as well. Um, so uh, uh, okay, so let's start from the top, and the top is Iluvatar. Now, of course, Iluvatar, we're only having his voice. We're not doing, um, uh, we're not doing 
a an on-screen appearance from Iluvatar. We decided that relatively early on. Um, but what do you guys think? What are we looking for in it in in an Iluvatar in an Iluvatar voice actor? Quality of voice. I mean, it's it's kind of hard to think of anything. I mean, first of all, we want a male voice. I mean, we'd That's really sad. be shaking it up if we went female voice, right? <laughs> yes, we would be. I mean, I, 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 I sure think I, 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 I sure I, we want to shake that far. Yeah, I, I think that might be a little bit too much. What is wrong with you people? <laughs> yes. Misogynist. Yeah. Well, see, but that's the thing is, I mean, honestly, I feel like that's just kind of a trap, you know, because if you cast a woman, then it's like tokenism. You know, it's like, well, we're a we only casted a woman just because people thought we wouldn't. You know, it's like, are, are you really doing any good for the cause of feminism by acting that way? I mean, I, I don't know. It's yeah. I, I always I always feel really conflicted about that kind of thing. Um <laughs> But uh, anyhow, yeah. So I think we, we uh, uh, not Chris Graham has an interesting there's suggestion. Some great. There's going to be some great um, um, controversial uh, quotes that people can pick out of this podcast now and, and retweet. <laughs> As usual, yes. Yeah. Or so that it, so that Okori ends up saying something he actually didn't say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know. You, Usually with me, you don't actually have to try that hard, but uh, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> all right, so let's go. So I, like there, Brandon, I like Brandon's suggestion. Benedict Cumberbatch solves all problems. Yeah, you know, it's I, I, it's not that I can't see that, but uh, okay. So I, it sounds like we're in general agreement with male voice. Um, uh, now, Chris Graham has a really interesting suggestion, which is, you know, says maybe try to find someone who sounds similar to Tolkien himself. Um, see, that's a really interesting suggestion because, uh, you know, that would be really lovely in, in, in many ways. But of course, here's the downside. Tolkien didn't have a really impressive voice. And, and no, that's an understatement. Tolkien had a really unimpressive voice, in fact. So we get a guy who mumbles a lot, right? Yes, exactly. Let's get a guy who speaks... <laughs> Very quickly, stumbles over his words, is uh, like so quickly as to be sounding like he's stumbling over his words, uh, and to be difficult even to comprehend to, to many people. His under, his, you know, his students at Oxford complained about this a lot. Um, I mean, you know, th- there are when you um, when you hear from people who took Tolkien's lectures, you know, who attended Tolkien's lectures at Oxford, they generally fall into two camps. Those who thought he was the most brilliant, like who thought his, you know, lectures were like life changing events because they were so brilliant. People like W.H. Auden, the poet. And then you have others who are like, I couldn't understand a single word that guy was saying. Like it just, I just, you know, I got nothing out of that at all. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, Tolkien's voice was not really impressive, um, and uh, but I, I mean, but at the same time, it's 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 a charming idea, you know, to have um, to ha- to have that. But the thing is, I mean, of course, again, talk about fan service. I mean, there's a huge minority of people who would get that, you know, um, even Tolkien fans. I mean. It, it, what percentage of, of even people who are like dedicated readers of the Lord of the Rings, how many of them would know Tolkien, you know, a, a good imitation of Tolkien's voice if they heard it, 
you know, I mean, it's still kind of a minority, even among the minority, you know, but, uh, but, but, but again, Chris, conceptually, I love the idea. I mean, I think that's really fun. Here's what I think, I think here's a much more um, pertinent question. English accent or not English accent? You know how I feel about that in some cases. I do. I know that you get annoyed at like the way in which... American authors whose narrators of their books are British. It's like, why did you pick a British voice for this? Yes, yes. In in this case, I'm not sure. Yeah. another accent. A Norse accent. I mean, you know, I don't know. Yeah, actually, John Lambert makes a really good point. We should we should have it be uh, a voice and accent that our twenty first century author would think that Tolkien would sound like not not what he actually sounded like. There you go. There <laughs> but you what go. people would think he's that's a good point. What people would associate with Tolkien, which I actually think is um, is uh, a a a very perceptive way to proceed um but yeah i mean i do think i do think we do want um we do want an, and and that could be i mean lydia was is is of course follow, making the natural follow-up question if it's an english accent then what kind of english accent do you want there's so many variations we could just go with oxford right like if we went with an english oxford accent that might kind of <laughs> that, that would get the press going Stone Film Project claims that God is an ox. Yeah, God is an Oxford Don. Don. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. That's how about press. how about we just it's good. how about we just punt on this and we'll just use one of those computerized text to speech uh, synthetic things. Yeah, yeah. We'll just use Alex from the iPhone. That. That's that's it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's perfect. That's perfect. Um. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, well, I mean, I. I mean, I, I, clearly, of the two. I mean, when it comes down to it, there's no way we're doing this in an American accent, right? I mean, like this. There's no way that could happen. I mean, yeah, we could actually think it makes sense do, that. To do that. It. it yeah, there's really no way in which that makes sense. Um. I mean, honestly, I almost think that would sound weird even to an American audience, much less, yeah. much less a British audience. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. So okay. So no. I, so I think we're, we're gonna we're gonna go with uh, we're gonna go with yeah, like uh, Oxford accent, male voice, Oxford accent. Um. Yeah, it's true. It's true, Marielle. You're right. We could consider others, like a South African accent. There's that's that's interesting, right? I was because of course, about that, you, you know, know Tolkien or, being or from South of Africa. The, one of the accents from the uh, from the you know uh, African countries yeah but no see i mean it's it's uh yeah yeah okay brian has a wonderful uh question brian yoder says what if iluvatar doesn't actually speak english but has subtitles Hmm. i'm i'm wondering if that could potentially be more distracting than than i would think so i mean the fact is also we're not he doesn't have a whole lot of dialogue you know, I mean, we're not yeah, talking about... Yeah. This is not a large role, the voice of... I mean, the voice of Iluvatar is really important, but it's not a big role, right? I mean, the biggest, you know, the the, the, the big day for the voice of Iluvatar is the Aule and the Dwarves episode, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. So I think we, we, we don't need to overthink this. 
I think this is good enough. Male voice, Oxford accent. Do we want like particularly deep and resonant? Is that is that a, is that a criterion? I mean, are, are we looking for like the next James Earl Jones here? Are we are we are or you know are we looking for profundity? That's a toughie because it's, it's kind of predictable that it would be deep and resonant, like a James Earl Jones or a Morgan Freeman. But on yeah. the other hand, do we want to go that way? I mean. Well, that's kind of the cliche, right? So, I mean, it's... Yeah, it's cliche. I think just a normal, you know, not too high-pitched. It's <laughs> just a normal, normal voice, you know? Oh, I, like a like a newscaster-type voice, if you will. You yeah. Know, that kind of timbre. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Karita says it's, 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 it's predictable for a reason, because it's lovely to listen to. Yes, it's, it's true. It, it is. It is really nice. Um... Okay. All right. So we, we'll probably—I don't even think we need to write that because everyone will assume that. So okay. All right. All right. I think I think I think we're cool with that. Now we actually have people that we have to put faces on as well. Um, so we start with our major characters. Let's think about Melkor here, possibly the most uh, uh, crucial casting choice in the entire season, as. You know, Melkor has really kind of been not exactly our protagonist, but really our central character um, all the way through. Boy, man, people, the, the, the sort of proposals in like the forums have been all over our sort of span, the span of spectrum of potential yes. casting. Like, yeah, more yeah. Sinister and... people, more like, I don't know. Okay, uh, so l- l- let's start with simple questions. Is Melkor yeah. hot? <laughs> right? I mean, <laughs> surely we have to, we have to right? I mean, it, it, it's, it's a big question, right? Do, are, are we going for somebody who, who is going to look sinister? Are we going for somebody who, like, should he be gorgeous? Because no. you could make an I argument for that, right? Gorgeous. He oh could be, gosh, he could yeah, be devastating. Like, we we could choose the most like physically attractive male in the entire cast for Melkor. That would be justifiable, yeah. I think. Especially remember yeah. the physical um, the physical manifestation is the choice of the. It's it's a reflection of you know like the attitude and role being consciously adopted by the by the by the Vala, right? So he thinks a lot of himself. So you gotta think he's gonna look. Yeah, it, uh, yeah, uh, Lydia. I'm inclined to agree. Not just not just attractive, but pretty. You know, I, I well, first I, of all, everybody's going to be pretty good looking, right? I mean, well, see, I don't know that we have to go there. That's actually another question that I wanted to come to. I I I would kind of like to have some homely folks, not like you know they don't have to be in, in like great number, but I, I think that we should have several options where we're not going with gorgeous. Um, that's, anyway, that's my, uh, that's, yeah, exactly, Karina, Aule is the most obvious example. I, I don't think is pretty. Um, I would go with several others that I don't think are, that, for whom I think that physical attractiveness is at least beside the point, and, um, and to some extent, I don't know, like, I, you think about f- physical attractiveness. On the one hand, you would want to, th- I, I mean, it makes sense that the Valar would all be attractive because you would want them to be, like, 
impressive and desirable. You wouldn't want them to be, you know, sort of forgettable and whatever. But, but I, I, I th- at the same time, I think that there are many of the Valar for whom, like what they do and who they are, is not really a, it is not necessarily perfectly reflected in, in beauty. Exactly. Um, but uh, anyway, let's, uh, let's, we'll, we'll, we'll get to those on a case-by-case basis. So Melkor. So Melkor, is, Melkor is hot. A, do we agree? That, that brings up an interesting yeah. point because does he also need to be, does he, um, would we, would we, are we going to recast him later in the show when he sort of gradually transforms into a more, not just sinister, but does he need, does he need to be imposing like physically imposing toward you know toward like later in the show. Yeah, that's a great. Po- well, see, but a lot of the change, like when he becomes the tyrant of of, of Angband, some of that can be special effects. A lot of that can be costuming as well. You know, yeah, yeah. costuming and makeup yeah. can can do a lot. Um, I mean, I, I guess you're I guess you're right. I the reason I asked that is I'm just trying to do like you know if you, if you cast a sort of a <laughs> like a pretty boy type actor for him, I and think, then later on. I think- the same actor because we, we I think we still want that vestige of beauty to still be somewhere in um, his transformation. Yeah, no, I, I like I, I I sort of agree with that. I'm just imagining like like there's a point at which just imagine sort of downstream uh, 15 years from now when we're when we're doing <laughs> casting for Finn Golfin. Right, and we're probably going to cast someone who's like Hey, we're going to cast Finn Golfin next year. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, right. True. That's Good a couple months. Um, Finn Golfin's probably we're probably going to find somebody relatively tall, etc. And and Melkor, by the time of their confrontation, Mel- Melkor is, needs to be the the tyrant of Angband who's towering over him and stuff. And maybe we just do all that through makeup and special effects. And, well, I, I mean, I certainly think that the yeah, yeah, I do. Th- I do think that when we're talking about the physical difference between Melkor and Finn Golfin in their duel, we're going to have to do some force perspective and CGI work there because there should be not just a I'm several inches taller than you but I'm several feet taller than you kind of effect I don't think necessarily I'm several fathoms taller than you I don't think we need to make him a hundred feet tall uh in that in that duel um but but yeah I I mean I I do think we're gonna have to go with we're gonna have to go with effects there um because yeah when we think about Melkor down the road I mean think of the big the big scenes that Melkor is going to ultimately get as Tyrant on screen, right? We're going to want him with Luthien when they when Baron and Luthien take the Silmaril. We're going to have his fight with Fingolfin. We're going to have his uh, scene with Hurin, right? Um, when Hurin is defying him. We're going to have him finally taken and chained and cast into Outer Darkness for the last time, Um so th- those are going to be really big moments, and we can think about um, we we can think about that uh, for um, for next time. Timothy Fisher asks a great question: What about the whole race of the Valar being larger than life? Literally, we talked about that a little bit a long time ago, back in season zero, I think. Um, that we do want to have them proportionally slightly larger than the elves, but we can come back to that next time when we're discussing season two and we actually bring the elves and them together of course like we can can... only cast people who are taller than six foot six (laughs) exactly yes yeah yeah we don't ask much right um uh yeah anyway so so um we can we can we can save that 
the details of that discussion. Mean, for now, we don't have to worry about scale because you know we're we have a completely uh, a completely Einar cast here uh, in the first season, so that's fine. Um, but uh, okay, so let's say. Um, yeah, Brianna, I really like the idea of having, um, like, as he as he sort of puts his power out into his uh, uh, servants and everything, to have that, you know, to have him him uh, lose color in his face and become paler, and uh, yeah, that's exactly the kind of uh, the kind of thing that I. I mean, I, I think that most all of those changes could ha- could be done by makeup and uh, and 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 costuming. So I think that would be that would be fine. Um, but uh, anyway, okay, all right. So, um, so Melkor is hot, right? We decided that. Do we want? Do we want a uh, uh, hair color for Melkor? Dark? Yeah, I don't want to get down to. The, I, I I'm not inclined to get to that level of. Well, no, I'm just. But I'm, again, conceptually, because it makes a big difference, right? I mean, if we like Melkor as like. You know, blonde-haired, blue-eyed Aryan. You know, like, <laughs> he's a it, Nazi. <laughs> it's different, right? Yeah, yeah. it's a big difference uh, between that uh, and and like you know the. Let's make him a ginger. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes, let's Domino Gleason. I kind of like the idea. He's fire, right? You know, like he's he's associated with fire from the beginning. And green eyes—that would be great. Flaming red hair. See, I, I, you know, I, mean, I, I, I hear what you're saying, Dave. Of course, we have a lot of characters to talk about, so getting into like the fine details with everybody, we don't necessarily want to do. But this is, to me, this is a big concept question, right? What kind of? Uh, that's true. Uh, I think for details, for bringing up details, it's it's useful to at least bring up things that I suspect we otherwise are making some kind of subconscious assumptions. Like, when you look at a lot of the proposals in the, the forum, they're mostly um, dark-haired guys, you know, Tom Hiddleston types. Because we, we have these... Yeah, yeah. You know, it's hard not to be influenced by other things you've seen. And, right. And, and, and so it's kind of natural to, to, to kind of to immediately start thinking of Melkor like, you know, yeah, he's kind of like Loki and Thor. So yeah. Exactly. See, and, and, and I actually find that's one I'm particularly resistant to. Um, Tom Hiddleston is, is beautifully cast as Loki. Right. And you fit your, 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 what we've kind of discussed a little bit though. I mean, I don't want to cast him because he's already played Loki, but yeah, no, and I, I'm saying I'm opposed to him uh, uh, yeah. because I think that like w- what he does for the Loki character is like I, I Melkor's not much like Loki. Uh, I mean, he he his his Melkor's issues are totally different from Loki's issues. <laughs> you know, like it's just it's not you know Loki's all about this like. I've got this inadequacy, kind of like I'm the younger sibling who wants attention right. for myself, and like that's not Melkor. That's not at all Melkor. That is the opposite of Melkor. You know, Melkor is like I. Yeah, if anything, Manway is the younger brother. If if, if anything, choose. yeah, exactly. And I mean, and I, I don't think we do that with Manway either. But no, um, no, no. But yeah, I just I I I want to. So yeah, I'm I'm very um, um I'm very. It's not that I don't think that there's necessarily a place for Tom Hiddleston in our cast. I'm not anti Tom Hiddleston. I'm just saying that look that to me that that's not that's not Melkor at our at 
at all. I agree. Right. Of course, and people are pointing out. Of course, we can. We can. Sorry, go ahead. Say, not to say he couldn't play Melkor in whatever way we'd want him to, but but just just to push back against this sort of the immediate like you know oh yes. Hiddleston was great as Loki and we would let's just yeah let's just get him to play Melkor in pretty much the same way and we're done and it's and what you're saying is no we don't he's really not the same at all yeah and 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 there's an and and it's sort of inevitable even if he were to completely transform himself in this in a new role. It's inevitable people are going to bring some of that if you cast him. So I can so, see him being, if you want to associate him with something, you know, he could be one of the sons of Fanor. Right, you know, yeah, or Fanor himself. I mean, I think uh, uh, Marie himself, was suggesting yeah. Tom Hiddleston as Fanor, yeah. and that I can easily imagine. Um, right. uh, I, I think that Hiddleston would make a great um, uh, uh, Mygelin as well, though it's probably too small a role yeah. for him. Uh, um, heck, I, th- I think he'd make a good single, but never mind, never mind. Okay, I, 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 I'm totally getting distracted now. Um, uh, okay, so, uh, I agree on the principle. Uh, uh, Chris Graham was just saying that um, uh, we need to make sure that our audience doesn't take one look at Melkor and say, here's the bad guy, right? You know, that they, they need to feel, to be enabled to feel some kind of attachment and sympathy with him. Um, I think the same is true with Myron as well. I mean, I think in both yeah. cases we have this. Right? Um, oh, and by the uh, way, several people have pointed out that uh, Sauron should be the one with uh, with red hair, not Melkor. <laughs> that is a okay. That's an interesting. Um, that's an interesting point. I kind of wonder if maybe a natural, a natural, it would be natural to also discuss Myron Sauron at this point, right. And how we're going to differentiate them? Yes. Yeah, yeah, no, I think that that's that's a good point here. Let me go. Let me go fetch Myron. I put him way. I just I didn't get to him until way down here. Let me get. We've got a bunch of yeah, people. Sorry. I mean, because because he he doesn't naturally come in this order, in terms of you know if we're if we're kind of starting at the top and going down. Oh, I just put Million instead. First, that's just not who I wanted. I th- well, I think you know, and also you know, talking about hair color. I mean, I think you know, Dave's right from the, in the very beginning. We don't necessarily want to get specific about hair color, but I think what we're talking about characteristically, I think the not, like you just said, you know, he's not Loki. Um, that's yes. kind of a, 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 that's a specification right there, you know, that he's actually, you know, was favored. Um, that kind of stuff is good for our specifications. So we yes. could have, you know, I mean, nominations could be, you know, blonde hair, dark hair, red hair, whatever, but um, but I think it's important it, that it not, not be an actor. You know, I think... Honestly, we should say it's not not be an actor that viewers would associate with another villainous role. I think, right. if we can, right, 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 yeah, or or any or yeah, or any role really, because um, because yeah, uh, uh, and I, yeah, so I think I, I think I think uh, there's no reason not to bring up specific actors when 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 they are sort of archetypal, right? Uh, when it when it helps for, to forward the general conversation, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Either, either in the sense of this person is kind of what we're looking for, or this person is definitely not what we're looking. For. Yeah. Do you see Do you see Melkor with 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 pale skin, or with uh, with like olive skin, or darker? What do you, I, I'm, I'm like, I, I mean, a couple of people have suggested pale skin and 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 dark hair. I kind of like that, especially since I do like Brianna's suggestion that we kind of make him increasingly sort of cadaverous and pallid uh, as we move forward. Um, I think that would be a, a, a nice effect for Melkor. for Melkor. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I want to get away from, you know, making it too waspy for the whole entire cast, but I think for Melkor, that's probably a good idea. Yeah. I like Brianna's idea, actually. Yeah. 
pale skin so as to be able to get paler. I honestly, ever since I saw that article that said that Vin Diesel wanted to play Melkor in any any future <laughs> adaptation, I can't get past that. I'm stuck on that now. You know, I I tell you what, I, <laughs> if Vin Diesel I comes on our okay. show, I'll cast him. He, he can he can if he comes on the show he can have it. If he comes on the show, I'll give him the role. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We're, we're not above selling out. No, no, it wouldn't even be selling out. It'd just be it'd just be an audition. You know, I'm I'm happy. I'm happy to I'm happy to hear his case. You know, I'd love to have if he if he if he comes on the show, I'll cast Vin Diesel. No problem. We can work with it. Um, okay, all right. I think we're I think we're, so. Myron, Siron here. What what are we? What, so we're thinking: uh, Do we like the red hair idea here for mine to to have him be more of the more of the sort of fiery look look to him? Uh, I think that yeah. works on two levels. I think that works the fiery thing, and we also want to distinguish him from Melkor, right? I mean, in terms of the way they look, we don't want them to look too much alike. I mean, he could be the he could also be blonde hair and blue eyed, but. I think the fiery red hair ideas it doesn't have to be like, you know, carrot top red hair. Right. But right. Auburn. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Marie points out his end game is a flaming red eye. So, you know, we do have to kind of, uh, uh, keep that, keep that in mind. Um, yeah, you know, Karina, that's actually, that's a really interesting word, uh, to use, uh, about Myron cute. That he should be cute, and therefore, when he turns to evil, it should be sad. You know, it, it will sort of feel sadder. You know, when like to if if he's, um, because cute is different from hot, right? I mean, you know, that's I I think that would be actually kind of interesting, if in the beginning, like if if in season one, Myron is kind of, you know, yes, more boyish, Marie. Exactly. That's just that's just what I'm thinking. Um. There's a sense in because you know basically it's one of the things that we get here in season one is the opportunity to show two very different trajectories of fall right <clears throat> to show Melkor's process and to show Sauron's process and they're not the same process and so to, to show one who is like great at first and who uh, you know but through his own pride and his own arrogance you know falls into evil and the other who. Um, you know, may be like really kind of cute and boyish and winsome. Uh, uh, but yet also, you know, that he himself also comes to fall, but not through his own towering self-esteem. Um, you know, but anyway, I, I like it. It'll also be, it'll also be kind of, uh, what's the word? Uh, unsettling, I suppose, if he returns to that boyish winsomeness when he, when he becomes Anatar later on down the line. Yeah. Exactly, because we do have to keep in mind that he is going to be, he needs to have a kind of charisma that we can see him utilizing both in um, both in Eregion and in Numenor. You know, we're going to have two major calls uh, for Sauron as uh, Winsome Fellow. Um, and of course we can do we can do a lot with yeah Chris if we want to make him grow a goatee while he's in the middle of the uh uh you know the super secret necromantic orc project you know we can do that you know he can he can totally grow a uh, a villainous goatee during that time if we want him to um, he can look like Ming the Merciless at that point right exactly 
only with red hair. Okay, cute, cute, no, uh, right, cute and boyish. Okay, um, winsome, winsome is what I want from from Myron. Not, not you know, not gorgeous, not impressive, not intimidating. Melkor should be intimidating. You know, um, he should be able to loom over people. Like when you are in the presence of Melkor and you are standing up to him, almost everybody should be looking up at. I would think he would choose a physically imposing form, right? He would want to be look literally looking down on people and having people looking up to him. And you know, that's a good point that you just made. Is all of the Valar? We need to keep in mind that they choose their form. Exactly. So that's the other thing: is how would and you're absolutely right. Melkor would totally choose an imposing form. He really would. I mean, you know, no Tolkas maybe is the only one that maybe toe to toe, eye to eye to him, maybe Tolkas. But see, even Tolkas can be shorter. He's got to be more muscular. I mean, yeah, Tolkas has to yeah. look more like a professional wrestler, yeah. but he doesn't have to be tall right. necessarily to be. Tall. That's true. That's true. To be that. But but yeah, because in fact, in some ways, I think that would actually be kind of cool to have Tolkien be a little bit on the shorter side because he doesn't care. Like he's not trying to impress anybody. Right. right. You know, he, he's just I mean, he is physically powerful because that's what he does. Right. But um, right. Um, so he would go wide rather than high. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. He would be he would yeah. be he'd be ripped, but he would not yeah. have to be uh, he would not have to be oh. huge. Yeah. Um, OK. All right, so, um, um, yeah, okay, right, yeah, good, good comedy, I'm adding this, right, tall and imposing. Well, one thing's for sure, Tolkien would, Tolkien would just utterly love, uh, these character descriptions we're developing. Yeah, totally would. Yeah. Absolutely. Melkor's hot, and Myron, (laughs) Sauron's cute. It's cute, yeah. Melkor, yeah. yes, Melkor, beautiful. Melkor's hot and Myron's cute. Yeah, I think that's. I think cute is really what what, uh, what Tolkien had in mind when he was describing Sauron. Really, I'm I think sure it's, that's what he was going for. Yeah, I, I think yes, we're really absolutely. we're really uh, uh, kind of occupying <laughs> Tolkien's creative space here. Actually, uh, this is this is actually these descriptions actually could win Christopher over. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna have Christopher Tolkien calling us and being like, you know, I was always against the film adaptation of the Silmarillion, but you guys have won me over. You know, yeah, this is you yeah. nailed it. Yeah, you've nailed it so precisely. I just have to make an exception in your case. Doubtless, we're gonna get that phone call from Christopher any day now. Yeah, yeah. Totally agree. Okay, all right. Well, let's keep going. Manway. Now I'm thinking. Manway needs to be gray or white-haired. He needs to be old. And I say that because this is, again, this is like when you take the form that they choose. Like, Manway is all about, like, wisdom and gravitas. Like, he is... he, he the, So he doesn't age, obviously, so there's no reason to make them look old. But I think that that fits Manway's character. Um... Uh, he should be, in the sense in which Tolkien used this word, venerable. Right? That is worthy of respect. Obviously, visually worthy of respect. Um, and Brian, I agree. Brian Yoder says he should choose to be something humble. Yeah, Brian, I'm thinking Manway is one of those people who is doesn't have to be really, really attractive. Like, we don't have to be thinking like, okay, so let's pick like some really sexy older man, right? I, I, don't, I don't think that's the case. Um... Uh, but speaking of which, the Dos Equis guy, the Dos Equis commercial guy, has lost his job, so he's... <laughs> <laughs> the most interesting man in the world. Yeah. No. No. 
<laughs> no. No. Um, I may not always be in the in the. What's the name of the? You know, I don't know. I was gonna. I couldn't. I can't remember the name of the mountain. <laughs> right. I may not always be in Equatil, but what I am, I. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I I agree. So so um, yeah, old older, uh, not ancient. Yeah, uh, Chris, I think that's a that's a that's a good thing. Marie and Brianna are both suggesting something in like a Native American uh, sort of profile of his face. Ooh, um, yeah, that's kind of I kind of like that. Cool yeah. Um, yeah. Um. Yeah, so have him like gray, not white. Um, I beard. I you know I kind of, I kind of agree. I kind of like. Um, oh, interesting. Halstein suggests what, what? What about somebody balding, like somebody like a tonsured monk for Manway? Um, that would be inter- That would be an interesting move. Uh, to have him actually not. He doesn't have to be literally tonsured. Uh, but um. Uh, but yeah, to Maybe have him, Picard, yeah, to have him, to have him know, clean shaven, you know, maybe not the full, you know, the full Patrick Stewart, you know, uh, chrome skull look, um, but something really, really close cropped. Um, it would certainly deviate from the cliche of like the flowing haired, flowing bearded, you know, venerable right. king. Um, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm thinking. Hmm. Beardless, or if a beard, a short beard, not a. Graham McTavish. Graham McTavish. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Probably we should avoid casting anyone that was ever in um, uh, any previous. Just like to. Yeah. Okay. All right. Are we are are we cool with this concept for Manway? Yeah. Okay. How about Varda? I think that Varda is definitely one of the one of our female characters who whose physical attractiveness is most important. Right? Does that seem right? She she's got to be beautiful, doesn't she? Varda can't not be beautiful, can she? No, I think. But I I would like to see a mature woman. I don't. Yeah. You know. I yeah, we we can't, a, we can't we can't we can't cast a. As you know, a nineteen-year-old woman. Yeah, in this, beautiful, in this but role. not in a starlit way. Yes. Like yes. A Helen Mirren, or maybe a younger Helen Mirren. Yes. Exactly, Marie. She can't. Marie says she 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 can't look like Manway's trophy wife. Absolutely, she cannot well, I, look like too. Manway's Absolutely. trophy wife. So yeah, we can't make it so disparate that it's like you know May December stuff. Yeah, yeah, no. It, it, we we certain the last thing we want is for uh, Manway and Varda to look creepy together. Uh, you know that yeah. we we certainly. <laughs> yeah. 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 That there's no way. There's no way. Um, but uh, oh, see, Chris, nice, Chris Graham, you're on a roll today. Um, so have her hair be night black, but actually with streaks of with streaks of white in it. Yeah. So we got like, the whole starlit yeah. sky motif yeah. kind of. Th- I, I like that. Yeah, that's I a really like good that. Idea. 
Yeah, that's cool. Um, um, can't look like a true, true. I should spell occasionally. Yeah. Okay. Can't look like a trophy wife. Agreed. Okay. All right. Yep. Like it. Like it. So streaks of white. Oh, it's silver. Okay. Technically. All right. Fine. Yeah. That's kind of what I meant, but that's all right. Okay. Um. All right. Okay. This I can go with this. Uh, is, is there anything in particular we would look for in a, like a voice from her? Because we might want to have. She's one of the characters we might want to actually have sing at some point, right? Like in the creation of the mm-hmm. stars. And I would think if, well, eh, I think that. Well, I was going to say, I think that Galadriel should have a deep voice. We know that Galadriel should have a deep voice, because Tolkien explicitly mentions that she has a deep voice, uh, lower than woman's want. Um, I, we could do that with Varda as well. But, you know, you could make, a, you could make an argument in the other direction. You know, she could have a... If she had, like, a, a more silvery soprano voice, that could also work. Um... Marie, good, good, good call there. Her eyes have to be really important, right? Piercing eyes. That's, I agree, crucial. Yeah. Okay, so... I don't have to worry about her voice so much, but she's not going to have... If she does sing, it's not going to be that that much. I'm sure we can work with whatever we have there. Okay, how about Oma? Oh, I, I got I got no mental model of him whatsoever. Me neither. <laughs> now you have to resist the Neptune archetype. The Neptune know. archetype, yeah, exactly. Um, though not entirely. I mean, I you know we don't have. It's like it's okay for him to be a little Neptune-ish because you could easily say Neptune is a little Omo-ish, right? Um, but I'm That's thinking true. he's he's definitely on my list of people who do not have to be very attractive. Right. Um. Uh. Oh, sorry, I, I'm just realizing I meant to make a make a note. I like the uh, the humble note about Manway. I meant to write that down. Okay, um, Olmo, see, Olmo's a loner. He's a loner. Um, I mean, that's one of the main things about Olmo. So the idea that he would not particularly care how physically attractive I can't imagine Olmo being like I have to make sure to be gorgeous. Right? That's that's like. I, Omo is one of the very last people that I could imagine sort of thinking that way. Um, wild, Mariel. Yeah, no, but of course, Mariel, we have to be cautious, right? Because he, um, uh, Ase has to be even wilder. <laughs> so we, we need to make sure we, we don't, uh, we don't go too far with Omo on that. Selves. Yeah, exactly. We don't want to paint ourselves into a corner there. Um, but, uh, um, What do we think of his physical, like his body type? Should he be? Um, Mariel suggests uh, uh, burly. Do we? Do we? Would we want to go with 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 burly? Do we, it's hard to imagine Olmo being really slim, you know, being 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 very slight physically. Because, I mean, oceans, right? I mean, he can't be he can't be wispy. Um. Hmm. 
time to cheat and remind myself what the forum said. I think, see, I've I've been trying to be good. I've uh, I've actually I I glanced at the forum to like see that people had been contributing and stuff, but I've I've not been reading it because I want to. I'm trying not to be uh, over. I'm uh, not to be. I'm trying to think only of like the story that we've been telling and coming up with these concepts. I think well, he should have long hair, right? Omo needs to have long hair. Possibly the longest hair. Well, I mean, not the longest. Obviously, Uinen has the longest hair of the entire cast. But um, but I'm thinking he... he Now, uh, several people are talking about what would basically be effects or would basically be costuming. Um, having him be associated with, like, the sea or some kind of... Uh, you, those are all... Well, that's the, the, that's the costuming issues. The forum took in a completely different direction. Oh, yeah? Interesting. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're at least... Granted, it was dominated by one person, but um, Hakan was uh, was was like really really thinks it should be an Asian American actor, and was suggesting people like Ken Watanabe. It's interesting. Asian, huh? Huh. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. I don't know. I not not opposed to it i don't see any, any i'm not particular... adamantly opposed to it but it's not it's not resonating with me either <laughs> i'm afraid to trust the topic too much i don't, i'm really really terrified of saying anything that could be construed as racist or sexist during the course yes. of this conversation <laughs> yes i've just decided not to be afraid uh i mean it's but yeah, that's I mean, I hear most, you. That's probably the most sane, sane approach. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. I want to go with I want now Pacific Islander. That's interesting, Marie. That's an interesting suggestion. Marielle was just suggesting like uh, Hawaiian as well. Um, Omo could also be dark skinned. I mean, we could go with an African American actor for Omo. That I could see too. Erica's thinking about like associated with like the, you know the the, um, you know just like the, the sort of the image of 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 Omo coming from the depths of the ocean, and the idea that he would be because the loner thing too. I don't know. I mean, I physically I think that could work. I think he's got to be big. I think he needs. I could even see Olmo with dreadlocks. Brian, I agree. One of the main criteria for Olmo, he has to look awesome rising from the water. Agreed. He has to look awesome. You're right. Thanks for saying that, Brian, because that's why I'm thinking of him as being big. I, that's why I can't imagine a slight Olmo. Because he has to be... Like, imagine the scene with Tuor, right? When Olmo rises out of the sea in the storm. Like, if he's, like, skinny, that's just... He can't be skinny, right? I mean, that's... You can't have a, you, you can't have a scrawny uh, Olmo rising from the, from the sea. So, okay. So he's got to be non-scrawny, right? Mm-hmm. Um... Okay. Oh yeah, I'm kind of getting one over to like the the uh, like Pacific Islander suggestion. Sturdy build, at least, if not actually brawny. It doesn't need to be brawny, but definitely uh, sturdy and broad. 
Would yeah, I like I like the the mental the mental sort of image of of him rising from the water. Yeah, yeah. Must look awesome, man. What's wrong with my typing this morning? Rising from the water. I think it's it's a typing live on screen like this. It's like the equivalent of trying to write on a chalkboard in the front of a classroom. Like th- th- there is nothing that will make your like grasp on English spelling vacate your mind more quickly than writing on a chalkboard in front of a group of people. Um, in my experience, anyway. Okay. Yep. Uh, <laughs> must look awesome rising from the water. Um, uh, Pacific Islander. Possibly. Um, what do you think of my of my flowing hair and beard idea? Hmm. Dreadlocks. Flowing. Something. Yeah, I kind of like the the dreadlocks thing's kind of a cool idea. I kind of like the dreadlocks thing. Me too. And I don't know about flowing beard. I'm thinking something like very stylish and close cropped. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's because it gets tangled. You know, you get like you know, you have to brush well, all the knots out. Well, he's really starting water. to. He's really starting to sound like um, the the Jason Momoa casting of um, Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's the guy who plays who plays Khal Drogo. Is it? Yes. I think so, and and he's also going to be. Is that true? And he's going to be um, uh, Aquaman in the new. You know the the. the he's going to uh, be Aquaman. Oh franchise. come on! That's not fair. They can't steal our thunder like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay, fine. See, there we go. We must be. We must be thinking in the right direction here. Totally fine. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, but you know, I guess I guess Aquaman's like not that. Um, and no, I don't actually. Maybe he's not. No, he's not Call Drogo. No, yeah, yeah. Oh wait, never mind. I'm wrong. Okay. He is. Oh, good. That's a Call Drogo guy. It is a Call. Yeah, Drogo something guy. in that vein. Actually, what, what do you think, Corey? Does that does that kind of that kind of where you were heading? <clears throat> yeah, I mean that would kind of work. I mean, I, I kind of. I mean, I'm not saying I'm I'm like committed to that actor exactly choice necessarily. Like, oh, but, he was uh, also wasn't he also the the new Conan the Barbarian too. Was he? I think so. He I could. Well, I'm definitely. I'm definitely saying that I could see. Um, um, I could see uh, a person who would make a good Conan as Olmo. Like that would work for me. That would work for me. Okay. All right. I, I think that's good. How about our way? Homely. Aggressively not handsome. <laughs> With two G's even. Yeah. Aggressively not handsome. I mean, I know that this is kind of this is kind of uh cliched. Not cliched, traditional. Right? I mean, like to have the Smith figure for you know, all the way back to Vulcan and Hephaestus, right? Um but I, I don't see any yeah. reason to resist that. I like that. I mean, especially since he's associated with dwarves, and dwarves are associated with unloveliness. Uh, several people mentioning that. Um, don't give him a physical impediment, okay? Please. Uh, no limp? No clubfoot? No? No. Okay. No clubfoot. No club I never liked 
<laughs> I actually don't think he really did have a club foot in, in mythology. I think that's just got, it was a rumor that got made up after he got cuckolded. Right. Well, no, I mean, and of course, according to the story, it was when he got chucked off Mount Olympus. So he, he, he wasn't born right. a, cub, a club foot. He just, you know, right. walked with a permanent limp because he got That's right. beat on. I mean, I definitely could see making him, because I was thinking about this actually this morning. I would think Owlay is going to make the dwarves kind of in his own image because he doesn't know what the children look like. Right. I so mean, however Owlay has chosen to look, is probably going to be pretty dwarfish, I would guess. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to go too far there, just because if if he basically makes the dwarves into like a John Howe esque self portrait, um, then like it it might make him look too vain. I mean, he it it might be, you know, we could give the impression of like I am wanting to make many versions of me because I love myself. Like we certainly don't want that. Well, how do we get across? Well, so yeah, so we're going to want to get across that he makes them look the way they do because he's not sure of yes the specs. So I was thinking that it would be based on something that he already has seen. Maybe it's not him that he measured him you know, uh, patterns after. But anyway, yeah, exactly. Um, I, I I could see him choosing somebody else to pattern them after. Essentially, right, right. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm kind of imagining a, a, you know, sort of a funny scene where Ali's like peeking out of the corner of his eyes at his assistant, you know, being like, "Okay, I'll make him look like him." You know, I don't know. I mean, it's. I, I, or he does. He does the the the, the, the uh, director's frame with his fingers. You know, like frames somebody. Hmm, let's see. How does he look? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, interesting. Luke. Luke Bohr says, "Hey, Luke." Uh, Luke says, uh, "Maybe." somebody like the guy who played Mad-Eye Moody, for instance, in the Harry Potter movies, uh, you know, somebody with a, yeah, with a, yeah. with a, you know, a, a, just a, a sort of an odd looking face. Yeah. Or even the guy that played Hagrid, Robbie, whatever his name is. Oh, that would be interesting to go from half giant to dwarfish. Yeah. Um, yeah, really. yeah, I actually, I kind of like the, I think like like sort of big featured, like large broad features, yeah. right? That that kind of seems to me to fit. Man, honestly, um, yeah. Coloration. Ruddy. Ruddy complexion from having been around the furnaces. Maybe. I'm thinking something like... Maybe somewhat like olive-skinned kind of... I don't know. Hmm. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, you know, like, red, you know, his... Like it's, he'd be almost like rosacea. <laughs> like, okay, all right. Several yeah, people are, like, are agreeing with you on the. Okay, so we'll go with Ruddy. Uh, that's that that your suggestion has won much support here. Uh, so that okay. Yay! Thank you, my fans. There you go. That's good. <laughs> Trish wins again. Interesting. Yeah, uh, that's interesting. Again? Chris, no. Chris, uh, Chris Graham is. Suggesting maybe even something like Russian, Slavic, or even or even Mongol, like that's a oh uh, yeah, that's a good idea. Kind of like that, yeah. Yeah, Russian, Slavic is like you said the big features. That's kind of common in that in their 
physiology. Yeah, yeah. You Slavic with a K or a C? I think a C. I think. C. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, you spell with an S, Corey. An S. <laughs> an S. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, with an S. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I could see. I could see that. Um, good question, Brian. How old does Aule appear? Um, see, most of the. 40s. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say. Uh, I, I would even go so far as to say, unless we specify otherwise. The Valar should be mature. We're, you know, these should we, we should not yeah. be casting twenty, you know, like t- mid twenties actors for any of these people, unless we specify that youth is 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 an important element. Um, Manway, I think, as I said, I think that that sort of the the wisdom and gravitas associated with Manway makes me want somebody gray haired, um, actively gray haired. Aule doesn't need to be actively gray haired, but he should be. Yeah, yeah, like forties minimum, I would think. Uh, for all of the same thing with Olmo as well. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. Yavana. I think she's got to be tall and willowy, right? We couldn't possibly have like a short and endomorphic Yavana. That wouldn't work. She, she's got to be tree-like, right? She's got to be tree-ish. Yeah. <laughs> tree-ish. <laughs> tall. I mean, I, I'm thinking Yavana has got to be the tallest, possibly taller than than and um, almost anybody, certainly the tallest of all of the, the women, um, and taller than many of the men, I think would be, would be yeah. good. I agree. <laughs> Luke suggests we make Yavanna the model for the dwarves, right? Yeah, but honey, I was thinking of you. No, I don't. I don't. I don't think that's that we actually do that. But that's hysterical. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. Um, tall and willowy. Yeah, no, we got to go tall and willowy. Very tree-ish. Um, I like the idea of. Um, let's see, Carita and Marie have both suggested um, a uh, an African uh, you know, so, so a, a dark skin like a West African or, or, uh, or an African American actress I think that's a great idea. I like the idea of having Ivana be dark skinned um, Yeah, exactly. Chris Graham says, like like Gaia, like Mother Earth. Yeah, yeah. Um, plus, uh, uh, plus, if we end up with an all-Caucasian cast, we're going to be crucified. Yeah, well, we're, we're already doing okay on that. And then I, I'm, I'm trying to free myself from like external pressures or a desire to appear politically correct. Like, I want to think about the concepts. Of, you know, I, it's, you know, we need to be... You know, to make sure that we're not biasing ourselves in either direction, right? You know, either coming in with like a default uh, setting of like we're assuming they're all wasps, or that we're coming in from the other perspective, saying like, okay, let's make sure to have a, a balanced representation of all ethnic groups. I think either one of those is equally fatal and, frankly, equally insulting. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, I think that's. I think I. I think that I. I like I, I it because like- I think it works. Yeah, I feel I feel like um I feel like I feel like the 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 
the Valar, the cast of this this story, in particular the Valar, are sufficiently diverse in terms of in terms of yes. um, roles and backgrounds. And exactly. That they they naturally lend themselves to. Yeah, a, we don't have to go out of our way to 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 like insert diversity in the Valar. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Um, long hair. I agree. Several, uh, several people have said long hair. Um, uh, uh, yeah, the idea of uh, that her hair would be uh, natural looking, I think, is is a, is a, is that seems to me right. Um, so long hair. Um, maybe, but not. I don't. Uh, I don't. Maybe, but not. Probably not required. Not necessarily. I mean, again, of course, like, you know, we've got, like, wigs and things, but, uh, um... Well, and, and like I said, I mean, this, you know, maybe we can, we can, <clears throat> uh, we can punt this to the costuming discussion to see exactly how we would conceive of it there. I mean, several, people are making lots of different kinds of suggestions. Um, long, wavy, or bushy hair... Brianna says, yeah, I mean, that, that makes sense to me. Um, I would think that she wouldn't have short hair. I mean, like, I can't imagine Yovano in a bob, for instance. You know, like, I just, I don't, I don't see that. Um, and, oh, yes, yeah, no, 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 yeah, Karita, I'm not suggesting an African actress in a long, silky wig. No. No, that's not my suggestion. When I say long hair, I don't necessarily mean long, straight hair. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, I can't imagine her having, like, really short hair. Um, yeah, I don't think the the uh, that that doesn't bother me too much, or at least the hair doesn't seem nearly as vital as the um, stature. Yes, yeah, the uh, the body type I agree is much more important. Yeah, at the height. Okay, all right. Um, Nienna. Nienna is my uh, number. Is one of the two female characters. <clears throat> that I had most prominently in my category of not needing to be attractive. In fact, it would be kind of cool if they were not gorgeous. I think that Nienna should be not gorgeous. She doesn't have to be. She doesn't have to be, you know, unattractive. Like I think that Alway should be kind of actually aggressively not handsome. Like he he, he should be unattractive. I don't think Nienna should be unattractive. I don't think she she should be repulsive. But I don't think she should be gorgeous. Of course, of course, you don't mean you don't actually mean unattractive. You mean Hollywood unattractive. See, no, I don't mean Hollywood unattractive. I mean like, I mean like, I don't know. I mean, I actually often have often have problems with this, like especially with adaptations when you've got a story when you have a character in a book and one of the, one of the like defining elements of that character is that they are either very weak or they're very, or they're not attractive. I mean, like Jane Eyre is one of the classics in this model, right? Jane Eyre is not an attractive character. She's, she is, she is, she is plain. It's one of the defining elements of the, of Jane Eyre's character in Bronte's novel is that she is a plain girl. Um, and so if you cast Jane Eyre as a Hollywood unattractive, you know, who's still really pretty attractive, 
then you're telling a different story. Like it's not just that it, it, it becomes a different story. Um, uh, in my mind, one of the most comical examples of this was, I can't remember, I don't remember the name of the actress, um, but there was a, an adaptation of, uh, of uh, Jane Austen's um, Mansfield Park. Um, the one that featured the Fanny Price who was riding around on horseback all the time in the rain, like, Fanny Price would have been killed outright in five minutes. Of that. I mean, she's like... The, just like the, the the thing they did with Fanny's character and making her like... like basically, they, they, they made Fanny into Mary Crawford. It just didn't make any sense. You know, like, it, it changes the character entirely. Um, so, anyway... <clears throat> It's not like uh, it's not like we're in a Jane Eyre situation here, where like if if uh, you know Nienna is attractive, her character is altered or ruined. But I'm kind of thinking I'm but I'm thinking plain. I'm thinking uh, uh, I'm thinking she should not be one that draws the eye. She should be overlookable in the crowd. And Brian, you're right. She is somebody who has no pre-existing archetypes. We have no, uh, we have no king. Uh, 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 you know, we have we have no, uh, uh, you know, Neptune to uh, or to to uh, resist or or King Triton. You know, we have uh, we have no Conan or Hercules. We have no, you know, <clears throat> we have no preconceptions about Nienna. Ooh, Marie, I like it. Marie suggests she can wear a veil. Oh yeah, I like that. That's a good idea. I like that. Um, now, uh, uh, let's see. Marie was suggesting eyes. She should have very evocative, soulful, sad eyes. That I can agree with. <clears throat> That seems to me soulful eyes. I would definitely go with that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, she wouldn't... If, and, and if she were veiled, she wouldn't have to remain veiled all the time. In fact, I think it would be kind of cool it could create a really cool effect because there would be a few occasions on which Nienna would unveil herself, right? Um, like, for instance, the at the uh, the growth of the trees, I think she would be unveiled. And that would hmm. be kind of kind of cool. Um, yeah, Karita, exactly. I'm thinking, uh, I think it's, yeah, she's, uh, Karita says very, very medium, right? Neither tall nor short, neither dark nor light, neither pretty nor ugly. Yes, exactly. Um, um, medium in all things physically unremarkable yes I also see Nienna as being super pale I think she should be very light skinned Well, see, exactly, Maria's pointing, and Maria says she's related to Melkor then. Well, yeah, she was Melkor's sister at one point, uh, in Tolkien's mind. 
So actually having her physically like Melkor would not be a bad thing at all. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, Tolkas. Oh, well, clearly the rock. Yeah, sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't need to spend any more time on this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, good laugh. He's got to have a good laugh. Yes. Yes. I mean, that's another thing about Dwayne Johnson. I mean, he's, he, you know, when he cracks into a smile and laughs, he's definitely delicacy. Yes. Exuberant. Yeah. Um, loud voice. Right. And I would imagine that what goes along with that is also very, um, oh, what's what would be a word? You know, very like with his gestures and everything. He'd be very big. Yes. You know, like big gestures and you know. Uh, I don't know what that would. Yeah, 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 yeah. Agreed, <laughs> agreed. Um, uh, oh shoot, what was I just going to say? Um, oh yes, uh, um, who was it who was suggesting that having him look actually um, younger? I like the idea of Tolkien being younger. Um, Maybe it's just partly because I, you know, he came last, right? So that kind of makes me think of him as like the younger sibling in, uh, uh, among the Valar. But, um, but I think more boyish than than the other, um, than the other male of the males of the of the Valar. So I think uh, um, that's what I would go for. But yeah, as you say, I think. Uh, I think if I want anybody besides the rock in this role, I'm, uh, I'm rolling a pretty big boulder uphill. So, um, anyway, (laughs) um, Nessa, Nessa also should be young, right? I think this is terrible of me to say this because this is just what I hate the most, but should she be more like diminutive, you know, like, you know, rather than being sort of his match in terms of size, you know, like like an Amazonian type, should she be more like delicate? Yeah, well, she's the dancer, right? So I mean, she should have like that's a ballerina's right. build, right? Lithe. Yeah, she'd have she'd be very lithe. Yes, that's right. She yeah. Would be. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I would think she should be one of the among the youngest looking. Um, but. Uh, yeah, yeah, young. Yeah, um, yeah, graceful and athletic. Yes, um, coloration ideas. Hmm. 
Yeah, Mario, I agree. She should be. She 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 shouldn't be pale. She should be at least tanned, if not actually darker skinned. I mean, I kind of, I kind of, I kind of like that. Yeah. Asian, even. Although, although they tend to be diminutive. Yeah, maybe Latina. I could see Latina too. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Um, I'm thinking about. I'm. 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 I'm thinking about. Um, Lorian, possibly Lorian and Mandos is Asian. Honestly, that's uh, kind of what I'm, good. kind of what I I'm waiting for. I don't know if I don't know if this would work for Tessa, but you know, Maori also have a distinctive look mm -hmm. as mm -hmm. an Aboriginal people. Yeah, cool. Because actually, having this kind of diverse population, there's sort of this underlying thing of, and this is how the peoples of the world, you know, came about. Kind of. <laughs> right. We would never say that, but that's sort of. You know. <laughs> <clears throat> right. Okay. That's the, so the further down we get in the list, the quicker we should try to go because uh, <laughs> we still have a list, and many of these are fairly minor characters. So, uh, and we, don't forget, we don't. Do we also need to do the frame? Yeah, though there's not yeah, actually that many characters in the frame. There's not that many characters. Yeah, we have them down. But yes, we do. We do. Yeah, we we, we do need to choose an Estelle and an Elrond and a Gilrine. So yeah, yeah. Okay. Right, so who are we on to next? Um Orame. Hmm. Orame's got to be tall too, right? Orame has to look imposing on horseback. That's one of his important features. Um he's uh you know he's a hunter. He's a he's a he's a woodsman. Um, is he is he kind of is he more like big and burly, or is he more like compact and and lethe and sort of fast? I'm thinking not really burly. I mean, I think that there should be yeah he he should be um, not like a knight on his horse. He's more like a hunter type. Right. Yes. Though, uh, you know, he's, we're told that he's terrible in anger. I mean, like on the battlefield, he's like more intimidating than Tolkis because Tolkis laughs the whole time. Right. right? Um, uh, he's, um, uh, but he's, but he's, he's, yeah, at, at Luke, I like that. Lean and gruff. I can go with both of those. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We have to imagine, we have to imagine how he'll look. Uh, next to uh, next to the rock, we're going to do at least have, have some some like some some buddy comedy type uh, segments with them. Yes, yes, yeah. No, exactly. Because well, we, we've already planned one, right? We, we already wrote one into the to to, to an episode where the two yep. of them, uh, you know, the, on the uh, the tree episode. What was it? Episode six or seven? I mean, when the trees are coming up and they're fighting the the beast, you know, the first of the monsters, which are going to feature in the battle at the end. Um, 
Orame could have a Native American look. Uh, uh, both Chris Stevens and Mark Ingram have suggested that. I um, I could go with that. I, I mean, I can definitely see that. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I would tend to see him darker. Um, yeah, Karita's right that we have not had anyone, like, ha- we, we haven't yet had a definitive blonde yet. Um, I could see going more... Actually, yeah, 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 no, let's do that. Let's totally do that. Um, let's Let's have him blonde and Nordic. And the reason why... Um, because he should look like the Rohirrim. I, I mm. think that's yes. Oh yeah, we should be preparing for that. That's not bad. I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, yeah, Maria's insisting on Tolkas being blonde because his name kind of means that. That's a weak reason, Marie. Come on. Seriously. Um, yeah. That's fine. It's, it's okay. Um, I, I know, Marie. I'm teasing you. Um, yeah. Oh, it's okay. All right. Well, no, but I, I'm still, I'm still fine with this for RMA. This will work. Um, Vana. Um, she has to be the youngest, right? Um, very pretty. And again, I I I choose the word pretty instead of beautiful deliberately. She is Yavanna's younger sister. Um, uh, and yes, her name means ever young. Exactly, Marie. That's what I was thinking. So we she she has to be. Um, I, 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 I could even see casting a, 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 you know, like a, like a 17 or 18 year old act, actress for Fauna. Um, because again, this is, it's, 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 it's essential. Um, it's essential that, uh, she, it's, it's part of her identity, you know, that she's adopting in her form. Um, Apart from that, apart from the fact that she's young and pretty, I have no... Because she, like, doesn't do anything in the Silmarillion, like, there is no story in which she takes an active part uh, in the published Silmarillion, I don't... I can't really... Like, I don't have any mental image of her, apart from the general... Uh, I associate her with the concept of being young and pretty. I don't I don't know that I've ever pictured right. her. Um, I got um, nothing. I mean, she's related to Yavanna, so we could have her be dark-skinned as well, like Yavanna. I mean, just because they're sisters doesn't mean they have to have the same skin color, because they're Valar, they're choosing their own forms, you know? Um, With Yavanna, it makes sense as being, like, essentially the Earth Goddess, right? Um, But, uh... um, 
Yeah. Um, maybe we just mention. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I agree, Lydia. It does make sense to uh, to use skin tone as a way to indicate um, familial relationship. Um, no, we we needn't be bound to it, but there's no reason not to do it either. Yeah, or to or to, there's no certainly no reason to 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 go out of our way to to violate it. <laughs> Right. Just on principle. Well, they're they're Valar. They can look whatever they want to. Right. If we had a good reason, <clears throat> I mean, if if there was a you know if there was a different association, um, yeah. Then uh, because it's, <clears throat> am I remembering correctly? It's Este who's associated with flowers, right? Is that right? Yeah. Am, I, am I remembering that correctly? Marie will correct me if I'm not remembering that one right. Um, no, it is Vana that's connected with flowers. Okay, I couldn't remember which of the two. Okay. Okay. It's fun as associated with flowers. Okay. Well, again, that's a costuming thing. We can have her we can have her be plenty flowery. Mandos. Okay. Um <sighs> We got to get this one right. We do. <clears throat> Hmm. Chris Graham is reminding me that I said in an earlier episode that Mando should be gorgeous. <clears throat> I kind of remember saying that, but I think I pretty much said it because I thought it would be funny. Um, I still think that would be funny. Um, uh, uh, well, he's, I don't think he should be somber. You know, I don't. I mean, I, I'm thinking we don't want to make a King of the Underworld kind of a thing for him, this guy. You know, he needs to be kind of like normal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a, you know, doesn't necessarily have to be gorgeous, but just sort of like, you know, a guy, a dude, not like, I'm the king of the, un-, you know. Yeah, I, 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 mean, he is I kind agree. Of, his Doom of Mandos thing, I mean, he is kind of a serious guy. He's kind of serious. He doesn't have a sense of humor. This guy. Not, so I, I agree, not not king of the underworld but but he's got to have like some serious gravitas on screen yeah yes. he's got to be pretty yeah he does have to be kind of maybe he's maybe he's like eeyore i think i actually described him as <laughs> like eeyore i would um, um... pathetic <laughs> that's right oh, the children are awake oh. <laughs> i don't want him to have more work for me <laughs> I would want him to have sing all on screen at the after he plays Heimdall in the Thor movies. Oop, I I lost you a little bit. The guy who played Heimdall in the in the Thor movies? Yeah, yeah. Idris Elba plays Heimdall in the Thor movies. He has like oh, yeah. really nice yeah. like like a nice gravitas on yeah, screen. That's true. Yeah. He's you know, it's kinda it's sort of whenever he's on screen there it's it's ambiguous about like you know, even though even though he's he's frequently on screen with, with Thor or Loki, um or Odin, who are sort of the more more prominent characters, there's sort of this sense that like they probably still shouldn't mess with this guy. Like, right. Yeah. That <clears throat> you know that would be great is the guy with the unpronounceable last name who played in what the Slave movie. I 
think he even got an award for it, didn't he? Um, I can't, he played in Kinky Boots too, but I don't want to go there. Um, <laughs> oh, I can't remember his last name. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, somebody remember. But he was he'd be really good at this. Um. Yeah, I mean, I I, I definitely agree with that with that affect, like this uh, a very similar affect to uh, to Heimdall and Thor. I think that that's the kind of thing um, that we're that we're going for. Um, exactly. As Marie says, he looks at you and you shut up. Yeah. Brian, I like yeah. the idea of like a, 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 a quiet, wise martial arts master look, um, would also be like Mr. Miyagi, but taller. Right. Um, <laughs> I think like, he, he, he can't be, he can't be that short, but, um, I, yeah, I, I mean, I, 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 I like that. So do, do we like the Asian idea? Actually, the Asian idea, I think, is good. Yeah. I'm yeah, kind like of thinking, that. like, Japanese, I think, is what I have in my mind. Specifically. Are there tall Japanese? That's a terrible thing for me to ask. You but I tend to think of them rather short and stature. Well, I mean, uh, you know, on average, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but um, no, yeah, I think that's that's. I think that's a good idea. I think that's a good idea. Okay, he would be. He'd be like a very calm person too. You know, sort yes. of that centered calmness of a sensei. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, okay. So, so I'm I'm trying to figure out how to uh, convey some of these things that we've just been. Uh, it's interesting that the um, one thing that's kind of fascinating to me, and I think is really indicative about Mandos's character. For a lot of the other characters, the suggestions that we've been getting live have often really focused on physical details, whereas with Mandos, everyone is just giving impressions. Like, you know, uh, you know, like, like Marie was just saying, calm, controlled, silent most of the time. Um, Brian says he's not worried that things will go really wrong. Um, you know, he's, uh, uh, you know, th- <clears throat> that's the kind of uh, suggestions people have been making about Mandos, which is interesting to me that we're getting... Um, we're getting primarily these sort of impressions <clears throat> rather than actual descriptions. Um, it kind of opens up the physical look. I mean, the physical yeah. look can be played anyway, anything. So, you know, we can kind of leave that up to the imaginations of our nominators. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Vire, his wife. Vire was my other, with Niana, on my list of people that I think would be, uh, uh, the women that I think would be interesting to be not attractive. Vire is the weaver. Um, and didn't I suggest, I think I suggested that she should never speak. That like, she only speaks yes. through her tapestries, and her, her, her tapestries are prophetic. And it's partially in the reading and the interpretation of her tapestries that Mandos decrees his doom. Like, that's how the two of them work together. So she's the one with the actual insight into the future. And he is the one who, like, conveys that. So she never speaks. Um, uh, so it doesn't matter what her voice is like. But I'm also thinking, you know, similarly, for the, like, 
she therefore plays an important role, but she's totally out of the spotlight. You know, she, 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 she never speaks. So I'm thinking she should be, <clears throat> if, if Nienna, <clears throat> excuse me, if Nienna is overlookable in a crowd, as we were discussing, I think that, um, Vire should be, um, uh, should be actually, actually, um, actually plain. Um, no, and Brian, I agree. I'm not trying to suggest that I think that we want to make it look like Mandos is fronting, right? Like he's decreeing dooms, which are not really his own, but just rather that basically the two of them are clearly a team. He's the one who speaks, right? Um, it is, it is, it is, it is his job to be like the mouthpiece of their like prophetic doom perceiving team. Um, but, um, uh, but, um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, it's, okay, so cold, yeah, yeah, cold. I like cold, uh, Marie. That's just just what I'm thinking. Cold, intimidating. Um, older. Yes, Brian. Mean stare. I agree. A mean stare. She should be. She should. She should be sort of intense. Um, and I'm thinking um, more mature. I think she should look. Um, she should appear to be one of the one of the oldest of the of the females. Not ancient, Marie. Yeah, exactly. She she shouldn't she shouldn't look like she's seventy. But but I'm definitely thinking I'm definitely thinking. Oh, I mean, she 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 you know she she doesn't have to look. Um, you know, we 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 don't need to make her into a fairy tale crone. That's not what I'm suggesting. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. We can work Sounds with this, Lorian. Okay, now Lorian's Mandos's brother, so I feel like he should be Asian too, um, or Indian. Chris Graham thinks he should be he should be a monk. Lorian or Mandos? Lorian, yeah, Lorian. Be sort of uh, monk-like. Yeah, Chris is uh, imagining Lorian being kind of like the Dalai Lama. Um, all right, all right. Yes, maybe. I could see that. I could see that. Um, <laughs> Marie points out he has a wife whose name means desire, so I don't think monk is the way is the way to go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> though Marie does point out that his wife seems to be almost always asleep. Um, uh, oh yeah, sorry, sorry, no, yeah, right. His name means desire, right? Yeah, um, his name means desire. Yeah, hers means rest. Exactly. Lorian is the one who keeps like the restful healing um 
uh, place. Hmm. Yeah, and he'd be associated with dreams, too. I think maybe Lorian has to be really good looking. Yeah, yeah, I think um, I'm going to go with gorgeous here with Lorian. I think I think that a gorgeous Asian man does that seem right? Yes, you're right, Marie. Literally dreamy, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, a dream man. Yes, yes. <clears throat> right. Um, sort of a calm, um, calm, peaceful in his affect, in his voice. Okay. Este, his wife. We're not going to actually have her sleep the whole time, right? <laughs> I mean, like, so we, we can't, can't have her, like, wheeled into councils on, like, a, you know, a hospital bed or something. build her as a prop? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. She's more of a prop, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's just too tempting to work for laughs, right? You know, we have the cal the Council of the Valar with Este nodding off, you know, uh, uh, so, you know. Somebody generally uh, gently prodding Este. Um, I think she. Sh hmm. I was going to say that she's younger too. Um, but maybe not. Yeah, Chris uh, uh, Chris Pena is suggesting that maybe she's uh, uh, maybe she's older, maybe. Um, but yeah, exactly, Marie. When you're married to a husband whose name is Desire, I mean, seriously. Um, I think that essay has to be very beautiful too. <clears throat> Especially if we're going to make Lorian very beautiful, because the two of them should match. Um, we haven't had any Asian women, so I think perhaps Este can be Asian as well. See, we're getting a very ethnically diverse cast. We're not. We're not par part of the problem in Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> We're enlightened ex executive producers and the Bird and Greens. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Bird agrees. Sure, the all, birds the, like, all the main, all the main. The birds like you haven't cast any parrots. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. Um, yeah. Hmm. Okay. All well, right. Let's keep moving. Let's keep moving. Ase, Ase, Ase is wild. Yeah. 
Wild. He's Ely. I think he should be Ely. Hair you know, he should be everywhere. Thin and sinewy and <laughs> sinuous and Ely. Ely. I see. Like eel e. <laughs> right. Um, okay. Yeah, thin and whip-like that I can see. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Karita's offering that Roach can be played by a parrot, so you can tell Buddha that, that Buddha can audition for Roach later on. Yeah. There we go. That's right. a good idea. Have to have to dye his feathers black. Yeah. Um. <laughs> About one of the eagles. <laughs> That's true. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Buddha there for go. Thorindor. Yeah, exactly. There you go. There you um, go. So yeah, thin and whip like I'm thinking. I'm thinking he just has like crazy. He's just like has has hair. I don't think if we're gonna have Omo have dreadlocks, I think that Ase shouldn't have dreadlocks. Um, no, he should just have like matted long hair and beard. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Just he, his not, his whole body doesn't have to be really hairy, but his his face should be really uh, should be really wild um, with hair, thin and whip like. Um, looks almost like a waif. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, manic, manic. I can agree with manic. That 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 works for me. Um, Unin, long hair, longest hair, uh, in the cast. Yeah, um, but she's gonna be. Remember, she's gonna be wild too, right? She's gonna be. Yep. Um, um uh Yeah, I like that. Luke suggests untrustworthy appearance for Ase. Yeah. Yeah. Um how do we how would we envision Uinen appearing as far as um as far as her own her wildness? How would we how would we convey wildness in Unin? Hmm. I'm thinking. Similar, I'm thinking. Sim, I mean, similar in appearance, just a the female the female equivalent, like like also long hair, also kind of like. Do they do they both look kind of homeless? <laughs> they, he could. I'm not sure that she would. I mean, because you know, one of the things we were talking about is that she should have a kind of a, a, a sort of a civilizing effect on him, but not in the sense of being his opposite. Like she's not like super tame and sipping tea, but she should be. She like he is wildness, and she is wildness within bounds, right? Um, so uh, have Uinen be like. I see her with like a gymnast's build or or like as a martial artist even. Um Yeah. Yeah, I think she she has to have an athletic build. Um Yeah, the really long hair, athletic. I I I really like the idea of uh Uinen as 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 martial artist. Um yeah, so her hair can be crazy because she has super long hair. Um, that's part of the one of the only that's you know one of the things we learn about her in stories. Um, 
Yeah, I, I think actually that would be a really cool effect because in a sense, since her hair is really long, you know, well, like when she's, you know, whirling around, she would look even wilder than he does, but she shouldn't look unkempt like he does. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I'm imagining, I see here, I'm like, you know, <clears throat> been on an Asian kick here lately, but I'm thinking of someone like, like, uh, like a, like a Chinese or Taiwanese woman with, with long, straight black hair, which are like, no matter how long it gets is always, um, you know, not like fly away and sticking up, but, but, you know, sort of returns to, to sort of calmness and color. Yeah. She can have green hair. I'm totally cool with green hair. Um, uh, but, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking more the, I'm thinking more the, uh, the sort of consistency of her hair, but green hair, we'll, we'll that we, we can, we can definitely go with green hair. That, that certainly should be, we've got the seaweed thing going on there. Um, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, right, but straight Asian type hair is what I'm thinking of there. Okay, Melian, <clears throat> this is an important one. The next three are pretty significant, though minor characters in season one. And we're getting close-ish to the bottom of the list. Sort of. We still have so many characters to do. <laughs> we do, but we're on page five out of six, so that's good. Yep, okay, yes. Melian has to be very beautiful, I agree. Um, she is one of the ones whose physical attractiveness is a is a crucial element. Ideally, she would have a, a, a fabulous voice. Yeah. Ideally. She should be a singer, <clears throat> if at all possible. Um, um, coloration she's I mean she's from Lorian doesn't mean that everybody in Lorian has to be Asian of course though I mean Brian thinks she should be dark. No, but that uh, is a good way to that is a good way to suggest allegiance. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it's true that we do need to remember this is the mother of Luthien, so like we should be thinking about Luthien and Arwen as we're thinking about yes. casting Melian. So she so is associated with dusk means... and nightingales. I agree. I agree. Um, so that probably means raven-haired, and I mean, I, I guess we don't we don't have to do we do we do we consider ourselves bound to physical descriptions? I, I'm not perfectly bound to phys- I'm, I'm 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 okay deviating from physical. I mean, there would be some things that would be weird. I mean, like having a blonde Luthien would be weird. Like that would just yeah be yeah no, yeah um, you know so there there are some things that we could and that, that we could that do. would be 
I feel like I feel like there's deviations in certain directions that that would be fine, and deviations in other directions that would be bad. So like, right, as long right. as and I, I agree, Marie has just articulated what I think is the perfect principle. As long as there's a reason for it, like if we have cause, um, if we think it will work in a particular way, um, you know, with the character as we're trying to depict the character, I'm I have no objection to doing it if we have good cause, um, but. Um, Right, and I and and so I I feel like I feel like taking a taking a character like Luthien who's supposed to be beautiful and then um, and but who's described as raven-haired and then turning her into a blonde would right. be I feel like that's going in the that's the wrong direction deviation. If we yeah. were to say we're going to take Luthien and cast her as a different ethnicity or something like that, that would be like that's like okay, hey, good job, but. Uh, Right, turning it but again, blonde, if it makes sense, right? I mean, if, yeah. if it, would... yeah, I, I agree, I agree. If it makes sense, uh, I'm um, presuming the if it makes sense, but I'm just thinking like, like taking it, taking it to any any time when you take a character and turn them into a blonde, I feel like it's just like, you know, <laughs> right. going wrong always risky, always risky. But yes, uh, uh, people, of course, are, 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 it's it's okay, and Marie is fine. Tokas can be blonde; it's totally fine. It's it is mentioned that he's blonde. His name means that. Um, so we we can we can we can keep Tolkien's blonde. There's no reason to to unblonde people who are explicitly blonde. Um, man, I feel like I, now I feel like I'm in like I'm in like an uh, I'm in like an Asian rut now. But I'm kind of th- but because uh, but thinking about Luthien again, thinking about Luthien's black hair and her making you know like the shadowy cloak with her hair. That I get that just seems to me I'm I have a hard time and she should be slight. Right, um, uh, Luthien again. I'm thinking. Um, so again, I feel like I'm describing an Asian woman when I'm describing Luthien. You know, um, and given that we already have that with Lorien and Este, you know, and if she's one of the people of Lorien, having establishing that connection um, would. Uh, uh, you know, what I know that other people, Marie, I know that other people other than Asians have have, have dark hair. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Um, um, again, really? I'm just, I'm just thinking of, I'm just thinking of the 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 particular kind of kind of kind of hair. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I mean, I guess we can just we can leave that open and take proposals from Melian and see what people suggest as far as actresses are concerned. I mean, um, but she should definitely be dark haired. I mean, I think that's a requisite for Melian. Yeah. Uh, yes. yes. Um, there's no way Melian cannot be blonde. That's impossible. Um, yes. Yeah. So maybe you know Italian or Mediterranean, Chris. I can see that. I could imagine that. Um, Chris Graham was just suggesting somebody with more like a gypsy kind of look. Um, I could see that too. Okay, let's move on. We're uh, totally running out of time. How about a Lauren? What does Gandalf look like in his youth? Yeah, so, so he doesn't have to look like an old wizard at this point, right? Um, no. 
though it would be interesting. Um, but no, he doesn't. But I can't imagine. I can't imagine Oloran ever being young. I mean, he 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 shouldn't look young. Um, that would when you be say young. You mean real? You mean young, young? Like yeah, you, I, he shouldn't be a teenager. He shouldn't be in his early twenties. I mean, I, I would. It's tempting to kind of depict the Maiar as younger with with younger actors to have like a generation gap between the Valar and the Maiar. There's something kind of tempting in that. Right, in order to, um, in order to to convey the, you know, sort of the the step down in stature and status, um, we could do that by you know having like the senior circuit and the junior circuit, um, mm-hmm. as far as appearance uh, is concerned. Also, do do we do we have to do we have to use the same actor for Aloran in the <laughs> Silmarillion story and then hand off appears in the frame? I don't think we can. <laughs> no. I don't think so. And because I mean, it's going to be, be different. It, I don't think we can. We're not going to get to Gandalf for 15 years. But That's I also true. think it's right to not use the same actor. I mean, I think he's the form he takes when he goes to Middle-earth is going to be different. I would think so. I would don't think, think so. there's any there's no chance he'll show up at, at you know in any of the frames we'll be doing in the Oh no, I mean oh. well, no. If we're post I mean it, if we keep our frames post Lord of the Rings, then he'd be gone, so he wouldn't be in the well, frames. Except, except the current frame isn't definitely. Oh, shoot, except, yeah. Drash! <laughs> we could avoid him. And, we could avoid him. And Thorongil's adventures. I mean, are we going to want to show Thorongil meeting Gandalf? I suppose we could do Oh, yeah, but that's not for a long days. time. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, it's um, true, Lydia. We could keep the same actor, and the, you know, like we'll just come back to the actor fifteen years later, and like he'll not look like Gandalf. Right. Bilbo already. We already have that issue with Bilbo. Yeah, we do exactly. <laughs> yep. um, I did. I do like the 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 to de- to stray into specific actors. One of the suggestions in the forum from Hakan is uh, is Gael Garcia Bernal. Who, if you've seen, if you've seen Mozart in the Jungle, he's the oh he's the, yes the conductor in that. He, yeah, he's actually pretty. He'd be pretty good. He looks good in a beard, and he's and he's kind of he might be a little Gandalf, younger though. than we want. He's so but cute. He's, not... he's too he's too sexy for Gandalf. <laughs> well, Gandalf can be sexy in Valinor, right? That's true. That's true. He can be. I mean, I can see again. I can see him being one of the elves. By the way, Mozart in the Jungle, awesome show. Highly recommend. Yeah. I mean, do we? I mean, do are we? Should we be like starting with Ian McKellen and then like and then like de-aging him, casting him back in the past, or should we? <laughs> should we? Yeah. Should we just? Or should we just you know start from scratch in terms of like what what do we want? But, you know, we do, I mean, the description we have of him, at least in Middle-earth, is pretty, you know, similar to how they did Ian. I just don't know that we have to follow through with that in Valinor. Yeah, no, I don't think so either. Um, I would, what do you think about my general idea about having the Maiar appear younger? I, like that. I don't think we're I like bound that. to it, but I kind of like the visual effect. I think effect. it's a useful way to, to, to identify roles. Yeah, visually, to visually 
distinguish them. I think that's a good idea. Good idea. Yeah. And I mean, as far as the look Gandalf has in uh, in Middle Earth, I mean, he could actually have a discussion with somebody about what form he should take, like with Nienna. You know, what form he should take when he goes. Right. That way down the way when he goes. But for now, yeah, I think they should be younger. Although, although we do have. There is some there's some trouble in that because some of the valor we've cast we've specifically said this person should be young and beautiful. So. Right, exactly. But that that's still a minority. I mean and and if um I mean the only ones that really need to be young um I, I think Essay should be young, Vana has to be young. I mean that's who she is. Um uh Nessa should be young. Nessa, Tokus yeah. is youngish. Um but other than that, I think that's pretty much it as far as those who really need to be who really need to be young. Um, okay. Would we cast any of the the Maiar as children even? You know who we haven't discussed is the Balrogs. Yeah, getting there. Do you have them on the list? Almost. I just put Gothmog there as the representative Balrog. I don't know. I don't have a. I don't have a particular mental model for him although I guess he should be uh, whereas where I think Aloran should have sort of a kind of you know should evoke wisdom and measure whereas Kuromo should evoke cunning right <clears throat> except neither of them have neither of them have quite gotten there yet I mean they're still in a apprentice status. Uh, yeah, but I, I'm just thinking in terms of, I'm not saying like they should be fully manifest, but that should be, that's how you would differentiate right. them, right? So Kuroma right. would be interested in like strategy and, yeah. and you know. But I'm even just thinking in terms of, in terms of just visually, like what do they, right. what do they evoke? Right. You know, when we're, when we're thinking about casting and costuming, like one should be. I like the guy that played uh, Henry VIII in the Tudors as a, as a, as a Kuroma guy. He'd be He's too short. He, well, of course, he was too short for Henry VIII, too. It drove me crazy the entire time. Um, but didn't oh, he... Did, yeah. didn't, 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 that disqualifies Gael Garcia Bernal. That's true. He's short also. Yeah, he He's is. short, too. Yeah. Well, I, I don't mind having Gandalf short. I'm, I, I, it's Kuromo that I think should be tall. Oh, Kuromo. Okay. I think, I, I think Kuromo should be tall and thin. Yeah, um, I agree. Um, Gandalf can be short... In fact, I kind of like Gandalf being short. It yeah, was... Elsh actor that plays uh, that plays Johnny uh, Johnny what's his face's brother in, sh- in Elementary. Reese Reese Diffin. Um He's tall and blonde. He's not young, young though. Right. He, um, he wouldn't be bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I yeah. think that's probably good enough for them. That's probably good enough for them. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Ungoliant. Oh. Morticia Adams. <laughs> <laughs> Did we say we were going to have her be, like, seductively attractive? Yeah, like femme fatale type attractive? That's what yes. I remember. Or maybe I just made that up. But yeah, I thought yeah. so. But in a really unsettling kind of way. Yes. In the Black Widow kind of way. Yes. Yes. Yeah, like that. Aeonwe. 
We're now in the defi- Huh? Yeah. I said so, good musician. Am I, do I have that right? <laughs> Anway, he's the one who's he's the, he's the herald of uh, of right. of Manway. Well, I think herald. I always think trumpets. You know. Right. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> he's the one who is going to become the mightiest in arms uh, uh, in oh, in right. in Arda. In the final um, battle. Yep. Uh, So should he be like a armored type, you know, soldier-ish person? Yeah, like young, strapping. This is uh, another one um, where the the forums were skewing toward Asian American actors for this. So folks like Jet Li or um, oh, shoot, uh, dang it, the, the the Star Trek guy whose name suddenly escapes me. Hmm. Maybe I, I maybe I'm resisting that now because I've like I've we've got so many Asians. casted so many Asians in a row that I'm now like no Asians. But um, <laughs> uh, we do want uh, remember his 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 big scene right. His big episode is going to be the one where he's captured and then like ex you know killed by uh, Morgoth. So um, right. Uh, I think an African American type or you know a Creole. How do we yeah? How do we want to evoke? Um, prowess in the martial in 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 arms. Like, is it kind of more of a martial arts type guy, or like? I don't think so. I think he's more str- or a barbarian. Yeah, yeah I'm think he's like sort of slender but broad-shouldered, like the kind of like you can imagine him filling out more as he gets older. You know, I'm thinking he should be young, like eighteen. You know, something like that. I, I could totally imagine I, that. Um, when we first see him, you mean, and then he develops as time goes by. Yes. Um, you know, he could look like. Which means, a, of course, it's not that he's getting older; it's that he's creating a more buff body as he as time goes by. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, uh, yeah. So he would he would be. Um, Yeah, he he's going to become. I I mean I I agree, Marie. Ultimately, he's going to he's going to be the one who is going to be most like a knight, like actually like armed and yes. armored into battle. Right. Um, that was my thought as well. So you know, but uh, yeah. So um, right, we'll be we'll be knight like. Um, so sh- sh- anyway, so he's going to need to have the frame for that. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, Ilmare, we haven't even mentioned her by name. This is her her destiny. Um, she is the handmaiden of Varda. Um, we haven't given her a role. We might... Um, She's still going to need to be on screen, though, right? Um, or sorry, I, I, I'm agreeing with Maria. She look a bit like uh, Manway, possibly. I remember, Aonwe was Manway's son for a good chunk of Tolkien's life. Um, but... Um, we don't have to actually make him look like his son because we're not going to do that. As Tolkien moved away from that, I think we can stay away from that too. But, but you know, have, he's associated with Manway still. He's one of the people of Manway, um, just as Ilmari is one of the people of Varda. Um, uh, I mean, we don't... I, I would like to have Ilmari, but we have not given her a speaking role. Um, but... Um, but anyway, we could, we, could, we could certainly include her... Um, Handmaiden of Varda. Oh, sorry, I'm typing in the wrong window. 
Handmaid Novarta. Um, so she can kind of echo Varda to some extent. Um, she's a Varda clone. Yeah. Oh, mini oh God, Varda. no, let's not have to be totally clones. Yeah. She too should be, should be quite young. I would think. Um, <laughs> Marie says she and Ayanwe could have a relationship that it's difficult to tell if they're brother and sister or spouses. Yeah, like they're always standing together, and you're like, "What's up with them?" Yeah, yeah. Um, interesting. Chris Graham suggests same hair as Varda, but different skin color. Maybe that would be interesting. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. All right, we're getting close. I'm pushing towards the end here because we're we're we might be able to cheat on some Boy. of these, but uh, but we're 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 over time, <laughs> plowing towards the end. Balrogs, Gothmog is our representative Balrog. Gorgeous. These are our blonde-haired, blue-eyed. I mean, well, they've got a. We need two, right? Three. We need a we pre need and post. Or do we? Or do we? Do we achieve that right. with makeup? Yes. We're, we're going to portray like a physical transformation, so we actually need like a humanoid, like a person. Well, they have wings to start with, right? So they're like right, pretty close to. <laughs> but do we have the this? I mean, so obviously we make a radical change in makeup and costuming. Do we actually have right. the same... Do we make a change in actor? I don't think so. I mean, I think the same thing with Melkor. I think we still see a vestige of their, you know, who they were, which makes it even more tragic. So, what we're saying is Gothmog should be hot. Yeah, basically. Right. Yeah, I'm thinking so. I mean, I'm thinking definitely. But maybe, maybe not sexy hot, but like gorgeous. Like, like... Like right. painting, you know, like right. classical painting art, or at least not. Yeah, shouldn't shouldn't immediately look. He shouldn't. He shouldn't I mean, look like a should be hot. Herb. Like I wouldn't kick him out of bed for eating crackers hot. You know, <laughs> Melkor should be the guy. Right. Women will go. Yes, I would definitely say yes to that guy. I don't know that the Balrogs. We have to go you know, to that point, but you know, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. beautiful. Uh, like the Aryan no, Superman with. Evil I'm wind. now gonna go. I don't want to go look at my Twitter stream because Dave is Twitter tweeting, and somehow that's gonna get end up on my Twitter stream. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's okay. Okay. That's okay. All right. Good. I'm yeah. This is good. And then the, the, the change we yeah. can make to Gothamog uh, is uh, is is cosmetic afterwards. Um, right. Estelle. Three more, but they're big ones. Estelle, Gil, Ryan, and Elrond. I had included uh, Bilbo and Thorin. Thorin we can cheat. I'm just going to delete Thorin. Yeah. We, can, we can get away without yeah. doing Thorin. We Bilbo yeah. we still kind of need. But yeah. let's think about Estelle. Oh, look at the time. So I, No, I'm just kidding. Um, but... <laughs> Well, this actually is not that well, hard because he's a ten-year-old yeah. boy, right? So, boy. I mean, dark I hair. It, I don't know. Yeah, dark hair. So basically. yeah, yeah. So we're gonna need we're gonna need a energetic, you know, dark like hair. Boys are. Serious expression. Um, right. You know, he and should he's, be. He really does have. He's not really a jokester, is he? Ever? No. Aragorn. 
no, he, he, I think he should. I mean, we don't have to make him super uh, solemn, but no. um, yeah, no. gray eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Although we can always do contacts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's true. Um, like, like with Legolas. Gilron, I'm thinking, should be in her 30s. Now, this one we actually can't age because she's a woman. So I'm thinking in her 30s, right? Mid to late. Right, yeah. She, hey, look, it's our only, our only like... Yeah, a, human. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Esto and Gilron are only humans in the entire cast. Um, yeah. yeah, so she... I mean, because she, she, she was married quite young, so yeah, quite she young. should be in... Um, well, that's true. So she'd be in... Yeah, she'd be like mid, early 30s then, probably. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Now, would she have the coloring? Is he get? Does he have his father's coloring or his mother's coloring? Or can he have his mother's coloring? Dark hair, gray eyes. Um. The. That's a good question. Yeah. Well, I mean, I th- I think we should. No, no, that, I, I I think we should make a physical resemblance to Estelle. I think we should. Too. Yeah. Again, that can be done with contacts and hair dye, but still. Yeah. Elrond, not Hugo Weaving. <laughs> God, no. Um, yes. Actually, the looks of the elves in general, you know, we should discuss. I mean, you know, Jackson's people saw them one way. I mean, do we see them that same way? I don't know that we necessarily have to, because Tolkien didn't get super descriptive, did he? <laughs> of things like hair length and, you know, no. he didn't even specify pointed ears, did he? Right. Um... So he's as uh, kind as Christmas. <laughs> so he should look like Santa Claus. There we go. Right. He yeah, should look de- like Santa Claus. Yeah. yeah. Definitely, yep, yep, yep. definitely <laughs> not not the Jackson grumpy no. Yeah. No, definitely um, by the way, that's I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what was in the, the first edition described him as kind as Christmas. He changed it to it kind did. of summer later yeah. on. But oh, that's right. It was originally kind as Christmas. I also don't know that we need to portray these harp playing vegetarians either. No. Oh no, um, I wouldn't think so. No. So you know, I, I mean, think Elrond. I mean, Elrond could even be a little boisterous. I mean, if he's kind as I would do the the minimum required to to the 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 minimum required to differentiate them from the from the 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 men yes. the humans, but but yes. otherwise, like right, I, right. I feel like I, I, Jackson's I, I elves were think things like hair color is even open season for folks. So yeah. you know, I, I would say to folks that are nominating, don't get, don't. I mean, don't necessarily completely resist Jackson's characterizations, but don't use them as your baseline. Yeah. Should 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 Elrond look a little bit like Estelle and Gilrind to 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 get at the the distant relations? Yes, I think so. That's true. Um, I think the Elrond that's in the game. Elrond in the game is is dark haired and I think blue eyed, and uh, he's very and he looks scholarly. I mean, he looks like a guy who belongs in a library, which is where he is most of the time. Yeah, though remember you know, he 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 is like strong as a warrior in the fullness of his strength. So ah, you know he does have that too. Um, and he was Gilgalad's. Uh, you know, well, actually, he himself. The reason he got Rivendell is because of the of the of the. Um, Military work he did against the Witch King and somebody else. Yeah, with Gilgalad. Yeah, in in the wars yeah. against Sauron. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, right, Sauron. Yeah, I, that other guy. Right, Sauron. <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah, the cute boyish how... one with red hair. Right, that's the winsome. Yes, the winsome that's boyish how he guy. Yeah, where he is in the Trollshaws is is because of the uh, his prowess in strategic and military prowess. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay. Okay. Being a little vague here, right. but that's okay. Now, I want to let folks know that there is a new forum up under casting that is only for nominations. All right. Okay. Discussion about casting goes still where you guys have been talking. But there's a nominations category now. It's a category. It's not a thread. It's a category. And there are guidelines posted at the top there that make sure and read. So you want to have ah, one, one, Season one, one nominee. Role. Yeah. So that's... And, and there, the, the deadline is listed in the... deadline is March 25th at the end of the broadcast. <laughs> it's like... I'm being realistic there. So end of the broadcast on March 25th is the deadline to get all your nominations in. After that, we're going to make a, a survey... Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll create a survey of all the nominations and, and so people can vote and we're going to uh, blast that out so folks who uh, you know listen to the podcasts you know asynchronously can vote and we're going to have that open for another two weeks is that right yeah so okay so here's the plan the plan is for the next two the next two weeks the nominations will still be open okay so you have until the next episode uh which is in two weeks on the 25th um you have until then to uh nominate people and then we'll close nominations then we're going to make up a survey on which people can vote. Okay, and it'll be a, just a, a, it won't be on the we'll link to it on the discussion boards, obviously. But we're going to have a separate link um, so that we can send that around and people can be uh, people can be uh, can be voting um, from lots of different places. Um, once that voting is done, then we will do a review of the winners afterwards. Um, Timothy Fisher asks, can, po- can pictures be posted in casting? Yes, we are actually encouraging. Yes, that, please no do. More than three. No more than three, and then we suggest. Actually, I put it in their guidelines to list to give their IMDb URL. So, in other words, anybody that wants to know more about the actor can go to their IMDb page. You do not need to be, you know, posting it all there, but do post pictures up to three. Don't do a bunch. Yes. Um. No thistle down here. <laughs> okay. Um. So. So. Right. Okay. So schedule. So next time. We're going to. We're not going to be talking about casting next time. Next time, we're going to segue from this, and we're going to be talking about visuals more broadly. So next time is when we'll be able to talk about costuming. We'll be able to talk about sets. If you want, to, so you'd be thinking about for those of you who are thinking about like what is Almarin going to look like? What should Valinor look like? What should Atumno look like? Um, we will. We'll talk about. So we'll talk. We can talk about landscapes as well as about uh, about um, you know buildings and sets. Um, we can talk. We'll t- we'll talk about costuming and makeup. So we will we'll, we'll return. Uh, not to every single one like we did today, but we'll, we will return certainly to the major our major characters to talk about how we would want to do um, the, uh, the 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 makeup and costuming related elements uh, of their characters. So, uh, and we can even talk about um, visual effects to some extent as well. Things like what would we want the destruction of the lamps to look like, and all that kind of thing. So, visual effects, visuals, and visual effects are what we're going to be talking about next time. Then, uh, in the episode after that, we're gonna we're gonna come back. To the, then the voting for the casting will be done. We'll announce the the, uh, the 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 winners of the of the voting, and we'll do a quick review of the casting there. And then we're also going to talk about music uh, in that episode. So the second episode from now, we'll talk about music, and we'll do our final review of the casting. And then after that, 
Um, the the next will be uh, the third episode from now will be the fine the official final episode of season one, um, well the final regular episode anyway of season one, in which we're going to do a review of the episode outline. So many of you have been working hard on uh, uh, contributing. You know we have a team of people who have been actually doing scene by scene outlines uh, for the entire season one based on the discussions that we've had. Um, so we will uh, will do a review uh, of the. Um, of the episode outlines as well. Um, so, um, so look, so that's what's coming up. That's what's, that's what's coming ahead. After that, we will be kind of looking forward to then starting season two. We'll be getting ready to, uh, um, to actually begin planning, uh, season two. We'll probably have a little bit of gap, but by the time we get into May, we'll be starting, we'll be starting season two and planning out, um, the episode structure of season two. So that's a glance ahead. Uh, the road ahead. Um, I've we've uh, I've kept you irresponsibly long, um, but uh, thanks for that discussion. I think that was I I have a clearer visual idea in my head. I know for um, uh, for these characters after that discussion. So I really I really appreciate that. Thank you for all of your enthusiastic contributions. Those of you who joined us live, and I look forward to uh, additional nominations and discussion on the discussion board as we continue for the next two. So remember, two more weeks to nominate people or to uh, you know lobby and make your arguments for um, uh, for um, uh, for nominees, and we will return to this four weeks from now is when we will uh, we will officially. Um, review the casting again but thanks everybody and we will see you guys later thanks for listening and godspeed